0: Welcome, this is Neil Grant, author of the book Words of Wisdom from a Christian Mentor, Practical, Real Life, and Holistic Advice for the Graduate Transitioning into Adulthood. The book has finally made its way to Amazon, but sadly it says the book is out of stock, awaiting further information from the publisher. We're now moving into the third section of the book called Your Business Life, and this comprises six podcasts, the first of which is Writing Your Resumé. If you have ever wanted to see a process that has recently gone through massive changes, look no further than the review of your resume by the company you just submitted it to. Your resume was once read by a real human, evaluated by that person as to whether you will make it to the next step in the hiring process. I used to spend hours at home reading resumes submitted for my opening engineering and technician positions and would then call the applicant to learn more about them. And that helped me decide whether I wanted them to come for an interview or not. Those days are long gone. This podcast will be fairly short, but it has been growing as I've been writing it. But honestly, it it will be best assimilated when reading it in my book, as the message will be more clear when visually seeing the layout of the resume itself. The resume process today. Ever heard of the word parsing? One definition is analyzing a sentence into its parts and describing how it is grammatically used. Artificial intelligence, or AI, is now used by many companies to evaluate electronically submitted resumes so that humans do not have to spend their time doing this. So how is this done? The computer software parses the resume to ascertain if the words used in the resume are align with the position description requirements or a description set up by management. So it's not read, it's parsed. It's particular, it's basically a word matching exercise. Are the company ordained keywords present in your resume thereby showing the computer that there is a match between the position description and the experience and attributes of your resume? If the computer analysis makes the assessment that there are sufficient words matching the position description, then the resume is then graded positively and then submitted to a real human for the next uh, evaluation. If not, it's trashed, and you will never hear from them regarding your submittal. So the key is to make sure that the computer thinks there is a good match so you get to the next level. That said, there are more levels to reach before you even get to talk to people in the company. Another good and very important word to remember is networking. Some might associate this with the phrase, it's not what you know, but who you know. If you have a good set of contacts, you can have these people assist you in getting your resume to the hiring people straight away, bypassing the electronic evaluation of your resume, which will readily trash your resume. Networking can come in many ways, such as as asking your relatives for help, friends, or friends of friends to help you getting your resume seen by a human. Don't ever underestimate the value of a good network, which is usually grown over the years by being a good performer in every job you have. This is accomplished by having a good attitude and being dependable, as noted in earlier podcasts. Let's talk about the resume itself. I've seen some of the most atrocious resumes ever written, or at least I thought so, when I was hiring well over 100 chemical engineers and technicians. At times, I wondered how they ever got through college, not knowing how to spell or punctuate a written document. These also included some of the most non-relevant information about themselves, which I didn't care about, nor wanted to take the time to read. If they can't write a critical document, which would be the key to their future, I often wondered how good the rest of their work would be. The most important document you need to write when looking for your job is your resume, and this podcast will provide the basics for it, taking into account the process used in the business world today. Some of the information has been provided by the Sugar Creek Baptist Church Job Search Ministry in Sugarland, Texas, and has been used by many in their job search endeavors. The key is to show how you are unique and to differentiate yourself from all other applicants. That said, Today's job searching is so different from years ago, as it is very impersonal, and your resume will first be scanned by the computer for relevancy to the description of the job applied for. Does the wording match the job requirements? If not, it goes into the virtual wastebasket, never to be heard from again. Each resume you submit must be tailored to the specific job opening, so you may be writing several job-specific resumes and probably go through several iterations. As stated in the job interview podcast, which follows this one, all your efforts should go into showing what you can do for them, as it is all about them and not you. Please allow me to pre- repeat this. It's not about you. While that may sound harsh, it's a fact that must be recognized in the resume written accordingly. The following sections will provide information on what to include in each section of your well-laid-out one-page resume. Let's start the review starting at the top, Contact Information. In this section, you should provide your name, email address, and phone number. If you provide your home address, the reader may think, oh, you're too far away and that's a long commute, even though you wouldn't mind the commute, so just leave it out. The Objective Statement. This should only be one or two sentences stating what kind of job you are seeking, making sure it is closely aligned to the specific job for which you are sending this resume. For example, as an industrial psychology major, I want to use my personnel skills and experience to assist my employer in properly handling human resource issues in accordance with company policy. You can make it longer, but I think being shorter and succinct is more important. The main idea is to succinctly state the job you are seeking and should use as much of the position description wording as possible. Next section, selected accomplishments. This is the most important section of the resume as you are providing here how you have helped other employees, employers, sorry, or organizations in the past and this can take up much space as needed to show statistically what you have indeed accomplished. It should be specific and quantified. If you are just graduating, show what you accomplished in summer jobs, part-time work, school organizations, or what you accomplished in school. For example, when working as a summer intern at a local nonprofit organization, I helped organize an off-site relief effort to help feed well over 1,100 families who were devastated by local flooding from a severe hurricane. I also facilitated the cleanout of over 40 homes to enable the timely repair and return of these families to their homes. Another example As an assistant fundraiser and nonprofit organization, I successfully brought in new donors to the organization and was responsible for raising over $12,000 for the mission. You should spend a lot of time determining which past accomplishments are worthy of being included here, making sure you have correctly written the actual advantage this effort has brought to the company or organization. It's also good to provide actual data for the benefits achieved through these accomplishments. Let's continue moving down the resume. Employment history. In this section, you need to provide an encapsulated history of companies or organizations you have worked for and the dates of employment. For example, New Assistant Enterprises Relief Aid Assistant, June 2019 to September 2019, Regional Assistant Manager Fundraiser, June of 2018 through September of 2018, Red Lobster Red, uh, Restaurant Host and Waiter, part time. February 2017 to November of 2018. This section combined with actual achievements above will clearly show what similar positions you have held, the experience gained, and how this can assist your employer and also to differentiate you from other applicants. You don't need to go back years and years and jobs and jobs, but give the most recent ones first. Let's talk about education. Simply state the schools attended and degrees received at each location and include any certifications you have earned. For example, University of Houston, BA Industrial Psychology major, GPA 3.75, graduating June 2022. If you are a college graduate, you don't need to include relevant high school data. Keywords This may be a new approach to you, but now knowing how your resume will first be viewed, it's important to recognize the real importance of this section in matching job requirements. The computer scanning your resume will be looking for certain words, attributes, knowledge, and the like to see if their keywords are present, and if so, the computer will check that box. These are a listing of words without punctuation and can be in a smaller font if needed. So here are examples of some keywords without pr- punctuation. Verbal skills, analytical skills, computer skills, MS Office, Word, PowerPoint, Excel, typing skills, multitask, proactive, problem solver, good work ethic, prioritizes task, organized, team player, works independently, adapts to change, dependable, positive attitude, demonstrates accuracy, customer service, intuitive, logical, assertive, hardworking. Here's one other suggestion. One of the young men I was mentoring was getting nowhere in finding a job and graduation was soon approaching. He had submitted many resumes and had zero feedback. As the resume is electronic, I suggested he implement a short video of himself where he briefly described his experience and achievements and also his attributes, which are not readily described in a resume. I wrote what turned out to be about a two minute video for him and had him rewrite it to make it sound more like how he would write and talk. And then he recorded it with his phone He downloaded it onto Vimeo and then inserted inserted this file near the top of his resume to make it readily visible should a human be reading it. It worked like a charm. He soon got an interview, and then he was hired. After he started his HR job, I asked him to speak to his boss to ascertain how she felt about the video, and here is what he wrote back to me. For my boss and her thoughts on my resume and video, she loved it. My boss is one of those keep it real type of people, and she told me that the video was the only reason she decided to personally interview me. She also shared it with other executives in the company because she enjoyed it so much. She enjoyed how it was very unorthodox and she had never seen the idea put into a resume. Interesting. At the end of the day, it helped her make the decision to choose me over other candidates. I've even had a chance to look at other candidates' resume, because we have them saved, and they were much more qualified on paper than I am in regard to schooling and experience. Think about giving this idea a try. I think it will be helpful. So what's the takeaway message from this? With your resume, make a concerted effort to differentiate you from other applicants and the rigorous use of this outline will facilitate this effort. Here are a few tips. The resume should not exceed one page. Make it eye appealing as possible, well laid out, not too busy with extra wording and irrelevant information. It absolutely should not contain any typos of any kind. It should show you can do the job written specifically for the job opening description. Think about including a short video of yourself to show how you handle yourself while adding additional information relative to the position description and your personal attributes. You will also be completing an application form which will augment this resume. Be prepared to hear nothing back after submitting it. It's a very impersonal process. So, Be persistent in applying for jobs, and try not to get discouraged, and I know that's easier said than done. And don't forget to pray for guidance and success in your job hunting effort. Well, that's it for now. I hope this podcast has been useful and educational, and most of all, helpful in helping you find a job. Please visit my website, newgradadvice.com, for more information about the book, and you will see that it also offers the option of having me provide some mentoring assistance for you in this area, or the interview process, or any other area where you feel you could use some mentoring advice. Well, thanks for listening, and bye for now.